0: Um, so Craig,
1: Craig, Craig Robert,
0: George, <laughs> so Craig. Yes, Sean? <laughs> see, this is what happens yes. when you have like a bunch of names, people are Chico. calling you by all you of, of Chico. them. Chico. Okay. Chico okay. Chico right? It's so man. great to be here on VoiceOver well, buzzer, see monthly. See here. Voice yeah. over buzzer Monthly, VoiceOver <laughs> Buzzer Monthly with Sean and Sarah. Turn it up. Get ready. You're tuned in to Leo Buzz Weekly. Weekly. And now. Prepare to get seriously buzzed with your hosts, Chuck Duran and Stacey J. Aswan.
2: All right, you guys, we have an awesome actor with us. You love him. You've been waiting. He's finally here. You know him from awesome shows like Unikitty, Avengers Assemble, Video Games, Assassin's Creed, and of course, Sonic the Hedgehog. He is Roger Craig Smith, and we are getting buzzed.
1: Oh hi. hi! So I wasn't sure if that was like a—it was, it was like you guys are doing like a little promo, and I'm like, okay, and we're clear, okay. Yeah, cool. no, this is. is it, did sorry. you look amused okay. and interested? I—I I, I did. I wasn't. sure. Chuck and I back? were sharing a couple moments, oh, so I I love this that. is why.
0: I why really can't I quit because, you? <laughs> because obviously you watched uh, some episodes before you yes. you came here. Yeah Yeah. We and mixed Roger's it up. Like, yeah. Oh, wait a minute! Don't you guys do a little intro, intro first, and then I come in and do our thing? I go, Very no, Roger. Yeah. We changed our format a little bit. Yeah. In fact, sorry last episode yes. that you guys saw before these, yes. we didn't say at the end of this episode, you, you always, always have time, time for, for a little buzz. buzz. And 3,000 of you emailed yes. us saying, hey, what, what happened? happened to you always had time yeah. for a little buzz, so we're going to put it back in later yeah. on. You mean Don't to worry. tell me
1: that the internet Don't was pointing out something to you? It's crazy. Like in a negative Isn't way? Like, that's not the internet I know. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I mean, usually weird. it's
1: just, hey, great job, love everything you do. Totally keep supportive. On, not nah, you missed a button on your shirt, or uh, why are you doing that with your face? You they don't do that. Your not in my tag. world. Though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, right. You forgot your tagline. I
0: know, right? man. We're such huge fans of yours. Oh, uh, stop and, it! And last yes. time we saw you at uh, Flapper's, yes. Flapper's, uh, doing some yes. comedy, resurrecting Oy. his stand-up. It's, it's rare it when yeah. you see somebody on a comedy stage. That really, really makes you laugh out loud, yes. unless they're like a professional comedian. So you were
1: talking about Carlos and Gray, the other two oh, well, voice no, actors who were, were there really, too. Really, really great too. Uh. But,
0: but for us, like, you know, <laughs> oh hey, I'm gonna do some stand up. We're like, Ugh. okay, uh-huh. right? But you are so freaking fun. I mean, Carlos and Gray are funny, too. Phenomenal. But you were really yeah. great, and the reason why mm-hmm. is because you were a professional comedian. Yes. Yeah, so,
1: Take us back, oh Roger. boy, that was that was what was really funny about doing this 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 little thing with. Uh, Carlos, Alice Rocky, and Greg Griffin, who were who, yeah. who were nice enough to say, hey, we'd like you to do this thing with us. Mm-hmm. And and originally, I thought it was going to be like a night of a bunch of comedian, or, or a bunch of voice actors who had also done comedy in their past. Right. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we tell like five minutes. I'm like, ah, I could write a five minute, you know, bit in no time. We'll be fine. And then again, this conference call with Carlos and Gray, and they're like, yeah. So I was thinking like, you know, everybody could do like just like 20 a piece. And I was like, oh, stop. <laughs> like, I was thinking more like I'd like, Maybe just be the opening act, yeah. you know, kind of thing. And, uh, and so it ended up, I wrote 10 minutes and, and went back. But yes, I got my start in stand-up comedy. And literally the story of how I got involved in voiceover was doing stand-up comedy. Because I would do characters tell us, and voices. Tell us about it. How us, so How you got started. The, the, the absolute beginning origins were I finally got out of high school. I was directionless. I had no clue what I was going to do mm. in life. Um, and But I knew that I, I was a theater arts kid and all that kind of stuff, and I'd done children's musical theater and stuff growing up. And I thought, well, this is, this, I think that's where I'm going to go, but how do you get started, kind of thing? And I was getting to an age where a couple of buddies were like, man, you should try stand up, like, cause you're funny, and you, this is what you should try stand up. And I thought, I'm finally outside of high school and I could maybe try this. So looked up some open mic stuff, that kind of thing started learning the process of, you know, how do you get get involved, this kind of thing. And then I thought, all right, I'm, I'm like... Really how, right.
0: how do you be... How <laughs> <literally>, <laughs> how do you and you do Google that? was
1: barely a thing. Yes. It's like Alta Vista, your way through this. And uh, and so I, I put together a very loose bit of material and then called up my high school theater arts instructor and said, I want to mm-hmm. go back and I want to have you after school like evaluate what I'm about to do. And because uh, she was one of the people who was also encouraging, Jan Laurie, my... That's my uh, smart, by the way. It. It was neat. So I called her up and the, you know, it was after school and the, the theater was open and I, I, I did my thing and... We got done, and she's sitting there like this, and she goes, okay, all right. You want me to be nice, or you want me to tell you what I think? And I was like, tell me what you think, because that's why I'm here." And she goes, where are your characters? Where are your voices? She's like, you were like my little, like, she always said, you're my little Robin Williams. She's like, you're my little guy who just, like, goes into these weird little things, and and that's what you do. And she goes, and and we derive so much joy as an audience from watching you do that. Go do that. Yeah, And she's like, instead of just being observational, make characters and voices. And, and then the audience can laugh at you along with you because we know that you, Roger, are becoming this character to sort of lampoon it.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: And I went, okay, good advice. So I started doing characters and voices in my act. Started doing more and more stand-up. Um, you develop, like, you know, your industry seven or eight-minute set kind of thing. And then I started emceeing and then I started middling and doing stuff like that. And I was traveling and that kind of thing. But all along, I was just still doing these characters and voices. And all along... As I progressed, I heard more and more people in the business saying, who represents you for voiceover? Mm. Because you MC like a charity event, you do your, your right. motherless stand-up kind of at thing. At that
0: point, you could go Google voiceover. There, and
1: that's what I did yes. at that ah, point, ah, like yay. quite literally. So it became finally, we, there were 10 of us that were performing at the Improv in Irvine for the Aspen Comedy Festival. So we were selected to try out in front of a live audience. Yeah. We perform, they kick the audience out. We go up and, out and write, sit back on stage, and the woman that was there to evaluate us goes one by one in front of our peers and says, mm. you, uh, don't do props. You're not a prop comic. <laughs> and your outfit is, like, is juxtapaz- it's, it's just not flowing. You know, goes to the next person, love your voice in terms of like, your comedic sensibility, but your delivery is, is really stilted. And you know work on that. Goes down the line. I was like 8th or ninth, and she comes to me, and she goes, who represents you for voiceover? And I went, uh, n- nobody. And she goes, huh, huh, I think you'd be really great at it and then moved on. Didn't say anything about my stand-up, didn't say anything about, and I, and I literally that night went, okay, I'm barking up the wrong tree here. Oh my I'm God. like, I, it wasn't like, I hey, great, right. can't wait to see more right. of your comedy. Yeah, yeah. So I went home and Googled, and I, and I literally like Googled voiceover training, all that kind of stuff, found some places, and and then it, like, I put together the world's worst were you voiceover living, demo. Were you
0: living here in Los Orange Angeles? Orange County. I was based oh, down in yeah. Orange County, yeah. yeah. So I
1: just moved up to LA back in 2012. After making the commute for about seven years and mm. going nuts, yeah, I like yeah, Um but no. So that was literally how the start happened. I, I just That's I went home, so googled good, yeah. voiceover training, and then I took some classes, that kind of thing. Right. Pounded the pavement in my local area for about three or four years, kind of just developing your own little business. Mm. And uh, so you
2: made your own demo.
1: Absolutely, and a okay. slimline jewel case, which was all wrong. Oh! And I put on a suit and tie. <laughs> yeah.
2: And nice. I map
1: quested because there were no smartphones. Right. Anything like that. Oh, I map quested yeah. directions to eleven different places that I found that were like. Wedding video places and like trying to find post production in L- in Orange County was mm-hmm. a little rare. Yeah. And so I went I found these these post production places and I was just like, I'm either gonna irritate some people or I'm gonna leave a mark. But yeah. I, I went and knocked on doors like in the middle of the day. Wow. Knew I was overdressed, but I was trying to like be memorable. Yeah. And had about three out of the eleven call me back.
0: So, Roger, why don't you take us to like maybe your first gig ever okay. in voiceover and then maybe your first like huge gig.
1: Okay. This is a great story because there will be, be names involved that you know. Oh, so the, yeah, the, the The first gig that I ever did was a training video for nurses who specialize in dialysis. <laughs> ah. And it was a little thing at, at a little place called the Creative Media Recording down in Cyprus. And they brought me in and I did like 11 different little voices and characters and stuff. And the way they would do this is they would, they would take, I'm sure legally, take uh, <laughs> footage from films and put them on these training videos and then they would like, just change the voices mm. to make it a little more fun for the nurses and that kind of thing, because it exactly. pretty, it's pretty drab stuff. You know? yeah. it, and, and so they would do like Yoda and, you know, or like <laughs> Morgan Freeman or all these different things, right? And they just needed people who could like, do different characters. And I remember leaving there and I think I got like 75 bucks for it, right? Nice. But I remember just kind of leaving going, that only took like 30 minutes. I made mean, seventy-five dollars. Like this is amazing. And granted, it's like non-union, so you wait six months for the, pay, and you right. the check to arrive. Kind of yeah. It's like it's like by the time you factor all that out, <laughs> but that was that was how I was getting started. So that was the very first sort of legit paid mm-hmm. gig. It was a training video for a nice. dialysis, a nurse's dialysis. And machine. you were
0: happy. I was you thrilled because was I went cut. in and did what yeah. we love doing.
1: It, yes. was like, it was like a whole bunch of people saying, "Like, what do you want me to do?" Like, okay, uh, I don't know. Let me try that. You know, they yeah, must yeah, have yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: loved yeah. you. They must have been like, "Oh, I wish it would take longer." Uh, it was fun. That's spiced up their day.
0: Yeah. Okay, so now what about yeah. your, the big gig? The one you just went like. The one what? you were like,
2: "This might oh, work what? out for me."
0: Well, so the big, well, I,
1: there's been. I have been so like knock on glass. You have, man. I've been so fortunate. Underneath this, underneath is wood. There you go. Okay, the metal plate. No, I have been so unbelievably fortunate too. Like when people say, "Like, oh, what's another character you'd love to play?" And I'm like, "Man, I, I've mm. already, I've done it. Like, like more than I could have ever imagined." But the big Taft Hartley gig for me, like where, yeah. where I got to join the union, that's cool. Um, was my agent calling me up and saying, "Hey, we, we, it was a Chicken Little TV series that was shelved. Never, never saw the light of day." Yep. But I booked the voice match uh, for Steve Zahn. Mm-hmm. And so, at the time, I didn't know but they, um, that they were gonna do this little animated series kind of thing. We ended up doing a video game, and I was one of the only voice matches. I think they got the original cast, but steves I guess Steve you wasn't available. You probably like,
0: vo- voice match? Yeah, yeah. I was or, like, what is that? That's a thing? Yeah, <laughs> that's a thing, huh?
1: <laughs> and so, voice matching the character of Runt from Chicken Little, the big, the big mm-hmm. pig. Um, and, uh, and so I show up, and I, I had an old early iPod that I had like a microphone attachment to, so I would record all my auditions and I'm sitting in the waiting room at LA Studios and I'm nervous and I'm not talking to anybody. Right. I'm just quiet, I'm with the headphones in, I'm like listening to my audition over and over and over and over and over again. Trying to make sure I can, you know, I'm gonna nail this. I'm gonna do such a good job. First take. And Charlie Adler was our director. Oh, no. oh
0: yeah. Charlie Adler,
1: Tara good. Strong, Maurice Lamarche, and I apologize if I forget. There was a gentleman that was doing uh, Zach. Uh, is it Zach Braff? Yeah. Is that Zach Braff? Is he? He was the voice of uh, of Chicken from Chicken Little, right? From I think so. from Scrubs. From
2: Scrubs. Yeah. yeah. From Scrubs. It was Zach yes. Braff.
1: And there was a gentleman, I believe, who was like a Muppeteer who was who was doing the role of what Zach would have been. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had Tara Strong, Maurice Lamarche, and Charlie Adler oh as gosh. our director. As, which, which Charlie is one of the biggest personalities you could ever hope to be around. So oh, but for incredible. like me, little, like, you know, yes. I'm like, oh boy, what do I do kind of thing? Little
2: dialysis this. man. Right, exactly. Oh, You're from this.
1: dialysis to Charlie Adler, right? <laughs> which should be like a hashtag. <laughs> it uh, be. But no, so all of a sudden, in walks Charlie, and it was just <sighs> boom! Hello, everybody, and he was he was digging into me and like, you know, like making fun of me and stuff. And it was great because I, yeah. I, he would say, all right, everybody, we're going to start at 34. I'm turning to page 34. Ah. Not lying, 34. Sweet. And all of a sudden, all the actors are going and then it gets quiet <laughs> and everybody's heads start turning to me. And I'm like, it's supposed to be me, isn't it? And I'm like, I don't see a page 34. <laughs> <So laughs> just starts cracking. I was like, Give me a hard time about all that kind of stuff. I love but it. it was, it was, I know Maurice LaMarche from a Rodney Dangerfield um, comedy tape from the 80s that my brother and I watched on VHS mm. that we, like, like ruined. We watched it so many times. Yeah. And Maurice was an impressionist. and, and a, yeah. Not an impersonator, but an impressionist. Yeah. And so to to this very day, whenever I hear the name Maurice LaMarche, I always think, meet Maurice LaMarche. And he did, like, a Rod Serling kind of a thing where it oh, was yeah. like mm-hmm. he was doing The Twilight Zone. And, and, and so all of a sudden I'm in the room, yes, with... Uh, with the brain (laughs) but I'm like with dude you're Maurice LaMarche from that Rodney you know Rodney Field comedy special young comedians comedy special kind of thing so it was just to have to talk talk about trial by fire to have Charlie as my first director yes and to hear the things that they would say to each other, Tara and Charlie, back and forth. Every other gig at yes. your point was well,
0: like,
2: listen, I will, oh yeah, I, so you it's don't, earmuffs. So you yeah. don't feel badly. The first time I ever read to picture, uh-huh. I didn't know that's what I was doing. And I thought they just brought a TV in because it was going to be a long session oh, so I could like, watch yeah, TV. Just chill. Yeah, And I started looking and in. going, oh, these images are, is uh, uh, oh. And then yeah. they're like the beeps, and I'm like, uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but I had no idea. So like, you know, thinking on your feet is a good thing.
1: There's no fourth beep. You know, it's like it's yeah. the yeah. fourth imaginary. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was for me the... to watch
2: TV so I wouldn't get bored. Yeah. yeah. Hello. To this but,
1: day, just yeah. to give people a hard time, if I ever walk in, like I I recently I recently had an engineer, it was one of the funnier things, I can't remember where it was, on a on a Sennheiser four sixteen, which is a long shotgun mic yeah. of course. they were using for a very close-up, it was very strange. Yeah. But they were having some issues with something, some plosives or something like that, <laughs> and the engineer comes in, he's making a bit, and he goes, bro, it's like, it's like right here, let's do this. I was like, oh. Okay, I should do that. It was like 15 years of doing this. Idea. Like, it was too funny. You're like, dive down? Day, I'll, I'll, if I'm working at a new studio, I'll yeah. be like, okay, so I go, this is the thing? You know, like, right. do I, okay, I talk talking to this now? And I, hold,
2: I hold the microphone, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Where's the camera? Is there tape for me to, you know, is there a mark that I'm supposed Adorable. to hit?
2: Oh, Adorable. It was fun. But I mean,
1: yeah. that to me, I still think of that to this very day. And for yeah. years, whenever I saw Tara, I would just like, you know, yeah. you were like my very, very first gig. And so I great. was just like sitting there like not wanting to screw up. That's all Well, I'm and
2: now do. there are people that are going into a session and saying, oh my gosh,
0: there's Roger yeah. So it's,
2: it's cool. So you it's get it. To- hey, Which what is do very do strange.
0: Think, yeah. What do you think have been some of the biggest contributors to your success? Because I mean, obviously you're a talented guy, but is there anything along the way that you, you, you felt really, you know, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have had that.
1: I don't know if, Fred Tatasciore and I talk about this all the time because I I I don't know I like I say I consider myself very fortunate and and it's hard it's hard to say that I'm not doing something correctly but that's that's so unique to every individual mm-hmm. it is and it's like when people ask like you know what's your advice for you know da, da, da? I say like uh, I used to try to say like oh go to this website go read these books go do this right. kind of thing right. Um, But the reality is there's no like one line to stand in or one book to read Mm -hmm. or that kind of thing. So lately I've been responding to people and saying like, well, um, you're never going to have my career. And I wait to see their response because then I follow up and say like, and I'm never going to have yours. Like it's totally up to you to figure that out. So Fred and I talk about this all the time where we say like, is it weird that we have this healthy balance between, gosh, I hope they don't find out that I don't know what I'm doing. And also, I got this. It's Mm -hmm. like that pendulum swing between narcissism and ego and yeah. and utter fear and yeah. you know and knowing that it's like you know they are gonna find out that you are you yeah. are a, a failure and you don't know what you're doing and that yeah, kind of yeah. thing.
2: Not. But it's like the that's com- the thing you
0: guys are so funny when yeah. it comes to that because No, but
2: you have a sense of you, humility which is lovely, which is why people want to have you run. But it's like the confidence and insecurity. They yeah. maybe kind of that's have, what it is.
0: I yeah. don't know.
1: Maybe yeah, it's like I'm still hungry for the next one. I know, like but you know what?
0: That's what makes you guys so freaking I always say this that you know the people in the voiceover industry are so freaking cool, because you guys are really, like, I mean, beyond talented, but you're so down to earth, mm. because you always manage to carry around that little piece of fear with you, Oh you know yeah, I mean? Yeah. Which well, is yeah. Really, really,
2: cool. Yeah, well, and, it's and the gratitude. Not the
0: fear yes, part. for
1: sure. Just yeah. No, cool no,
0: part. but it is, but it does
1: fuel, I think, a lot of people. Yeah. I think, you know, professional athletes are striving for the next, because they don't want to fail, or whatever yeah. it might be. There might, and I'm not equating myself to a professional athlete, at <laughs> least bit, but, no, I think Fred and I, we, we laugh about it all the time, going, like, it's kind of funny, because we you have to have this balance of, like, yeah, you, you you can you can you can sort of squash the fear down enough when it starts rolling, and and get into this zone where you start saying like, okay, you got this, you can do this, or like just hey, throw it against the wall and see what they're mm-hmm. gonna. You know, that's your yeah. job, that kind of thing. But but riding that 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 sort of balance all the time, because if it swings too far to one side, you it, yep. Then then bad things happen. Totally. Yeah. You either don't appreciate it, or you start it's to like become. And I've had like I've had my moment in twenty thirteen. I started to feel a little egotistical. And really? I, yeah, and I you and started I started drinking alcohol, did I? I did, did you? A, a very little bit yeah. and it was yeah. and it was it was dipping my toes into, into some waters of like a, a, a vibe that I shouldn't have been going for. Mm-hmm. So 2013 was uh, arguably one of the the biggest years in terms of my career at that uh, you know, at that point. Right. Like three high profile things were coming out ahead. Batman Arkham Origins was releasing, uh, Marvel's Avengers Assem- uh, Assemble was debuting on Disney XD mm-hmm. and Planes. So um, they're all
0: huge. Yeah. They're all huge
1: projects. Uh, projects I had also kind Did of... Did you say projects? Projects, yes. Projects. Right. We, we the had a Canadian out Yeah, so sorry about that. No, I'm <laughs> sorry, not Canadian. Guy, sorry know boot. you're not. That's And fun. sorry to all the Canadians the pro, for that. The processes. I uh, yes. yes, the
0: processes. <laughs> Aluminium.
1: for So so what
0: happened to you? <laughs> so, you know what it, it was? jobs think,
1: ruined you. I think I just, like, I, I think I was getting, I was, it's ironic. I was sort of overworked. Mm -hmm. and at that time like I had just made a move a whole bunch of life events were happening to me at the time like in 2012 and then all of a sudden I think I was just letting stuff kind of get to me and I started to feel like well you know what there's a better way to do this you know and it's Mm -hmm. like I'm gonna share that with folks Mm -hmm. and and so there were there was there was one incident in particular involving a, a a good friend of mine and and to this day like I still bring it up and I apologized and talked about that and we've 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 chatted about it, but it was, it was an interesting thing to kind of go, oh, yeah, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. That's, not a, that's just not a healthy outlook, and it doesn't create you're – not, you're not fixing anything.
0: Mm-hmm. You're not
1: solving anything. You're certainly not reinventing the wheel here. And it's like yeah. think about how many actors or people or celebrities or anybody who's come along in this business who's, who's been like, you know, I'm going to get this down and do it the way I think yeah. it should be done. Yeah. The, and we don't hear from them. And it's like, no. The, like, the, I was losing – the pendulum was swinging too far to one side mm-hmm. probably because of fear. Because of the idea that this this might slow down. This yeah, might this be different. This has to last. Right? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. And you can't do that. It's yeah. like, it's a, it's an addiction at that point. It's unhealthy. yeah. And to think that it's ever going to, that it's always just going to be constantly on this, you know, the, the, uh, this ascension, it's like, no. yeah. And then, because I, I think back to times when it was like, I wasn't even close to the number of gigs that I had achieved at that time. But I, I remember thinking, man, you know, not three or four years ago, I was kind of happy, I think. Yeah. I was happy to, to book a gig. I can remember living in my little crappy one-bedroom, op- or little studio apartment down in uh, the Circle at Orange, and I'd book, like, a video game role, and I'd be like, dude, I made my rent, you know? Yes. Like, today." And yeah. it was, like, time to kick back and play some video games yeah. and call some friends. I can and I eat like, hot
2: food for so dinner. Cool. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go eat, you know, like, like eat out of that. Would, that'd be great. Who does that? Not yeah. just Top Ramen. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so... It was funny to kind of think all of a sudden now you're you're in a position where you you think you're thriving, but you're so you're sort of spread so thin and I was losing losing track of like like gratitude right mm-hmm. and and I, and, yeah. I, and, I, and it spilled over in a, in a session at one point, and it's the only time that it's ever happened. and I just remember thinking, oh, that was ugly. and I, to this day, I'm still sort of like,. Ugh sort of horrifically embarrassed by it, and it wasn't yeah. really all that bad or anything like that. It right. was just me getting frustrated in 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 something that was being asked and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And everybody was under a tremendous amount of stress on this particular yeah. project. And, but good um, on
2: you for realizing it, though. Because I think yeah, some people yeah. kind of go, oh, it must be them or the situation, as opposed to really saying, wow, let me hold the mirror up for a yeah. second and say maybe I'm the one that needs to make, I'm the common denominator in these yeah. situations.
1: We almost always are. I read, yeah. I read some quote online. I wish I could attribute it to somebody who was man it was it was better to know your own mind than to uh, what was it than to define your reality mm. and i thought that was interesting because it's like yeah look inward instead of looking around and going well you know what it is it's that the industry is not ready for me or right. you know it's like no maybe right. you need to yeah. this or exactly. maybe you need to that or you are a contributing factor to some yeah. element of this and right. look there right. instead of trying to define totally. the reality of the situation yep. yeah. yeah
0: so yep. let me ask you man now yep. that you know better yeah. right and uh, you 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 were able to experience that yeah. mm-hmm. how do you how do you stay balanced now how do you keep yourself in line and, and, and motivated and on the right track and, and 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 prepare yourself for overcoming some of the harder times what's the mindset so I try, to, I try
1: to feed my soul as often as possible. So I've, yeah. I've since learned in the last few years just how important it is for me to get out and do the things that, that bring me joy personally. Because yes, this industry, it is fulfilling in one sense. And the acquisition of the work is the work, and I love that. I love the challenge of like, oh man, they're gonna get three hundred and fifty auditions of 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 all these dudes doing this one choice. Yeah. And I want to try to tweak it a little bit. I'm gonna try to do something different. Maybe I can book it by doing this or you know like, that that keeps me kind of fired up, the challenge of yeah. that sort of thing. But taking care of myself, I've 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 understood the value in that. Cause I have had a horrifically negative inner monologue for many many decades, mm-hmm. and coming to terms with that and understanding that that doesn't really work. That's that pendulum kind of thing kind yeah. of playing against you. And so I try to go do like Get Out and... Uh, oh, is uh, your
2: your astrophotography? I think you it. Yeah, so the hobbies. And your nightscape. You guys, you have to go to Roger Craig Smith's Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Uh, it is... Literally, I, how many times do you it? What's
1: it at? What's your Twitter uh, handle? Oh, oh, it's just at Roger Craig yeah. for, Twi- uh, for, for both Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, There's been cool several name. times
2: when I'm, you know, like doing my thing and, I'm, and I'll am and i go like, oh, ooh, and he's like, and he's like, are you looking at Beth Stern's foster kittens? I'm like, no, I did that already. <laughs> I cash. did that already. But I'm cash. like, oh my God, look at this. I mean, it is so, I mean, it
1: is so yeah,
2: otherworldly. Crazy.
1: But I think that's like, I don't know why that's that's been the thing. It. Like finding something outside of this. Yeah. Because I, you can get mired in, in the what's next, what's next. And, yeah. and you will begin to get that little bit of like, I got to keep this going. I got to keep it going. And and in the, the minute you feel like, well, oh, I haven't, I I didn't go to Comic Con this year. Nobody asked me. To. It's like, oh no. It's like, no, you're fine. It, it, yeah. it doesn't just yeah. keep going. I mean, I mean when like you're out
2: in Utah. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't
2: what? even want it
1: in the comics. You know? It's like, oh, God. What is, is this? Like you're talking about voice actors is one of the, one of the yes. most nicest, most down to earth guys. And it's yes. Like, but no, I think. But like, like,
2: if you're you're in the middle of Utah, like, because I used to race sailboats, and like, you're out in the oh middle boy. of the ocean, right? And you just feel like this little tiny speck, yeah. right? Yeah. So like, for you, that must feed your soul in a way that nothing does. else does. It does, and we don't
1: have problems. Like, like really and truly, like, like I have to remind myself of that. It, which sounds like I have to remind myself uh, you know, it was so difficult to It was like get off my gold toilet and <laughs> you know, no. I, uh, But but I do have to remind myself like the things that we consider to be problems, especially even in LA mm-hmm. by comparison to like other parts of the world or just existence in general. Like yeah. really oh truly, these are not problems, yeah. and it's yes. like, and this is awesome. And I've lived multiple lives at this point. I mean, I've done so many amazing things that I could never have even fathomed 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. I was directionless. I was literally just kind of going, I don't know, I'll just try this. And that's what stand-up was. It was mm-hmm. like, why don't I just go try that? And the fact that it turned into this. So I think now that I've done more than I could, could have ever imagined, it's more about like, okay, well now how are you utilizing this? And also trying to do things that, that do foster a, yeah. a little bit of a... Giving back, which also kind of sounds like, oh, I'm so humble to be giving yeah. back to the people. But no,
0: but, you, you but trying to find you've found purpose. your balance, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which fantastic. Yeah, it's, yeah
1: balance. I mean, that work-life balance and balance and yeah. balance and balance is, is It is
0: an
2: ever-evolving, an ever so never-ending quest, totally. really.
1: And I know I'm going to be different in, in another 20 years. Yeah. I, I hope to look back on my 40s and go, oh, you were just starting to figure mm-hmm. it out. But at least yeah. you were trying to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because in my as 20s, I'm president of the
0: late 20s. Bloomers Club. No, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. In your <laughs> 20s, I you think you have it all. In your you yeah. I got this. <laughs> I got it my way. And then all of a sudden, you're 28, you're like, holy. What? Yeah. Crap. yeah. Yes. I don't yeah. know shit. Yep. Stop. Shout out Things. to the late bloomers. Ah. They won't let us I don't. cuss anymore, man. Oh, that's all right, you they know. Put a on, they say, I, no, you can't promote this. People so can funny.
2: in the comments, apparently. No, but but oh, you yeah, can't. But totally you can't. Interesting.
0: That's totally fine. Yeah. That's
1: funny, you know, because I actually I always say I go I have a mouth like a truck driver when I'm not doing this kind of stuff, but I yeah. also make it a point my on my Twitter and Instagram, I I don't swear. Yeah, if somebody's getting you. a little too, you know, uh, Loquacious with their words. Yes. Uh, I'll ask them. Not on my feed because I've got kids and stuff to follow on the camera. You know. Yeah. It's like, yeah. but the minute the cameras are off, it's just forget F bombs flying everywhere. I. This
2: is not blush. This is <laughs> Raj. I didn't know those words could go together. The
1: comedians have it all figured out because I, I think, it, like, it, yes, if you have the 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 utter freedom to just say whatever you want in terms of that that kind of thing, yes, you're you're going to be edgy. You're going to yeah. be real and Mm. gritty but working within the parameters of like having some control can really kind of force the creative process and and i look at brian regan as a comedian who's got a tremendous amount of success in life and he always works clean Mm -hmm. and those guys can work Anywhere. So yes. now you were appealing to an even broader audience at that point. How, yeah. how about that? Absolutely, man. Yeah, why not? It's like, a, yeah. you know, and why show not? creators deal with this all the yes. time. It's like suddenly yeah. you, 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 you have a thesis as a graduate student and you can say whatever you want. It's because like, it's not really, it doesn't yeah. have to go on a network with SP standards and practices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they get a show and suddenly they've got executives in charge of production and executives and producers yep. and storyboard artists and all these people. And then SP calling them up and going, ah, you can't make that reference, can't mm-hmm. make that joke. And it's like, yeah. ah, well, how do we make the Mm, joke, by not really using
0: the right, term. Right, right, so watch um, those ad-libs. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> right. yeah. absolutely man. Yikes. Hey, I gotta ask you something, dude, because you are like one of few who have voiced a voice of Batman. Oh, geez, yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's like, that's there's like nuts. a huge thing, because there's not Roger, like, Roger there's hundreds of, of that reaction. Done that. He so wins there's best a handful reaction award. Really? That's yeah.
2: reaction. you say something, he goes, Bleh.
1: Yeah.
0: Bleh. Well, that's the inner monologue, like then negative inner monologue. But then throw an apple at your head. When you got the audition for this or whatever, yeah. Yeah. you probably thought exactly that. You are like, oh, whoa, okay. I yeah. think, what did you, what process did you go through to deliver something that was not exactly like everybody else? It was kind of like your own thing. Well,
1: I, if I, so it, I, Whenever that's sort of presented, I'm I'm always just kind of going, I don't know, this is where I, I will go internal and just say, like, just do what you do. Just mm-hmm. make the choice you're going to make. Because if I sit there and start thinking too much about what others are doing, mm-hmm. yeah, then I'm probably going to be everywhere and nowhere all at the same time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but this is one of those situations where I, where I rely very heavily on, it's one of my frustrations with specs that are that are poorly written or not written at all. It drives me crazy. We can talk about
0: specs yes. next. Oh, yes.
1: Because yes. I, I, lately I've been even firing off on some of this stuff. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I, I rely very heavily on a director and the, I love the, the, the collaborative, creative environment of this gig. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will say like, well how did you come up with the voice of you know, Sonic or this kind of thing? I go, well I didn't. I walked into the room and worked with a, a director and a writer and a producer and a creator and whoever was yeah. there. And they tell me, we're looking to age him up, age him down, pitch him up, pitch him down, do, do something different. Or this character needs to be grounded or it's broadly comedic or that kind of thing. And then you just start throwing your stuff out. You know, like, does he have a speech impediment? Does he have this or that kind of thing? Um, And so even with Batman, we really and truly in the... Yes, there's the initial process where they say we're looking for the classic Batman. And then you just kind of go, I can't do what Kevin Conroy does. I can't do what Adam West did. Uh, So you think, okay, how do I I go about it? I'm just going to do what I would do. Mm -hmm. How would I feel that I'm honoring... This sort of legacy of this character and being genuine in that to the best yeah. of my abilities and throw it against the wall and see if so it sticks. Is, what is your Batman?
2: Did you style? put on the outfit?
1: So, I No, I wish. Did no. you go to the
2: Halloween you, store and
0: put on the outfit?
2: This is why
0: you're your Batman. This is why
1: you see me cringe. I'm always like, <laughs>
2: okay, here's Chuck. Take a right? break, <laughs> Roger. I, don't know. I, I, I love Fred <laughs>
0: Tadashore. <laughs> to- no,
2: oh, I hey, made him do Jimi
0: Hendrix. That's a good
2: Fred Tadashore.
0: That's yeah. an it's awesome thing. Funny, hey, yeah, man. So,
1: uh, yeah. Have okay. you heard his
0: Jimi Hendrix? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh,
1: right. Oh, Jimmy. I was like, Jimi Hendrix. No, yeah. <laughs> now I'm doing like a lot. Oh, I yeah, play. man. Yeah, yeah he man. does a great Jimi. I can yeah. do it. No, friends uh, so, are always like, so That's always. an, an,
2: an excellent Fred Chester. That's an excellent Fred Chester. I yeah. love Fred.
1: Sure, I love Fred. He's one of my like most favoritist humans. Great on Earth. people.
2: Yes. He is yeah. so great, and he's
1: making more little baby humans, and it's awesome. I
2: know so baby cool. hulks. Yes,
1: yes. baby hulks. Hulk. baby hulks. <laughs> mommy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All
1: right, I just thought. What was the question?
0: Batman. I to hear. I to hear what oh,
1: Batman. baby, stop baby
2: like. Batman. Yep. <laughs> B- <laughs> swear to me.
1: <laughs> uh, so. So for Arkham Origins, our Batman, we when I first got in the booth, we actually were working with and, and Troy, uh, Troy Baker, who did the voice of the yeah. Joker for mm-hmm. Ar- Arkham Origins, and uh, many times since. Put it best, when we were doing promotions for that particular project, when he was saying, like, we, we were sort of given points on a horizon, which were the performances that both Mark and Kevin had established in those roles. Right. And we just had to kind of make sure that whatever we were doing, it would make sense that later on in the storyline that these performances would go there. Right. Mm-hmm. But we played around a lot when I first got in the booth for, for, uh, for Arkham Origins because we weren't sure, do we want to have... He was a little more of an origin story, an unhinged version of Batman, who was still trying to figure out how he was, what his place was in the world and right. relying on others and that kind of thing. So we did everything from the Christian Bale, excuse me, the Christian Bale, you have to swear <laughs> to me, like all that kind of stuff. Yes. But we played around with different things, but we just sort of settled on it. And it's funny because I'm at the end of the day yeah. and usually the baritone's there. No, the, it's there. The it's there, buddy. The that microphone's picking but up was your freaking chest. It was, well, and here's what's funny. This would drive you guys crazy. <laughs> I don't talk about it to this day and age, or in this day and age, but... um The the mo-cap team for that project wore little backwards baseball hats Mm. with a little lav mic like this,
2: right here, taped
1: right here. So when it came time to record the voices for Arkham Origins, we were wearing the same apparatus, and I was thinking, but all the bottom end. It comes from your chest resonance, and resonance and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And I thought, it's missing. Like, give me a, give me a U87 or a T, at least a TLM-103 or something. You know, <laughs> and give me a large diaphragm microphone to get all that room set. And, and so a lot of my performance throughout all of Arkham Origins was me holding my finger like this in front of my face. Um. It's over, Joker. You know, doing this because... The P's and the B's, for whatever reason, would plosive that stupid really? microphone. Wow. So, all, so the like, the sound so would go up the... your nose and I out of your eye, too.
0: Right? <laughs> I was like, legit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like,
1: how is this happening? You oh, never... a <laughs> Your
2: tear ducts are plosive. Apparently, yeah,
1: exactly. Wow. It, yeah. So, so, the whole, like, all Gosh, of that was recorded like this, kind of thing by
2: Another crazy. juicy layer of. But
1: Batman is just lower. He's brooding. To me, Bruce Wayne was a mm-hmm. troubled man who witnessed some horrific things. Or, yeah. You know, Batman is Bruce Wayne, in, in my opinion. Yeah. So we just tried to, to deliver a grounded, you know. Mm. Yeah. But I always get nervous when people That's ask me good. to do the voices. Like that. If anything, I'm always like, oh, no.
2: No, but it's I love so it because, like you know, it, right? when you... It's, yeah, it's your just, freaking just voice. <laughs> of course
1: it's right. <laughs> no, Even if you do it no. wrong, it's right.
2: But when you, you know, I mean, I don't spend a lot of time reading what people say about other people because, you know, sometimes it's just,
1: Blah. Oh, it's but, all supportive and it's so but, lovely.
2: But it's but I, it's interesting when you see you know the dialogue and and the fans and you know you definitely I mean I think your performance had such rich layers to it oh, that cool. I think that that yeah. really resonated with people because you brought out the humanity of him and not just a sound alike or a voice Good. match. So
0: definitely. Yeah. Uh, by the way, yeah. he has a the. You can't tell them too many nice things. I know. The ego like, let me tell you, t- you why you're wrong. Ooh, no. <laughs> come on, come on, come on
1: and get Buzz Don't just listen to VO Buzz Weekly. Watch the show in stunning HD video at VOBuzzWeekly.com on their YouTube channel or on the app.
2: VO Buzz Weekly is sponsored by Chuck Duran. Demo Rock.
0: Right.
2: The voiceover demo producer to the stars is now available to you. Visit demofitlock.com and take your
1: voiceover career to the next level. See you next time. And remember, you always have time
0: for a little
1: buzz.